Mama's gone and dad is here Is nine too early to have a beer The word homework gives me the fear I'll scream Life's too short for Biff and Chip Don't do that, you'll make it rip Mum and dad went to the tip, who cares? Don't forget your finger space One letter a page is such a waste Grapes don't belong in a pencil case I care Let me educate you Please Just let me educate you Na 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 Hi there, my name is James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters, helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast episode, I'm going to give you my five top tips when it comes to helping your children with their homework. I would never for one minute say I'm anything resembling an expert when it comes to parenting, but I have three. And over the last 10 years of being a parent, where no doubt I've made loads and loads of mistakes, I'd like to think that I've stopped making too many of the same mistakes again. Maybe a bit with help from my wife on a good day. I decided to set up this podcast because I genuinely want to create a community that supports parents, specifically dads, and specifically dads like myself who often struggle with their mental health. If that sounds like something you'd like to support, please follow my podcast, or if you watch this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. We have three children aged 10, 8, and 4, so homework can look very, very different depending on who we're trying to help. My wife's a primary school teacher and has been for the past 20 years, and I have lots of experience of working as a teaching assistant or a learning mentor. I've also coached adults and children at rugby, tag rugby, and most recently Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Quite wrongly, I always thought when it came to homework and helping our own kids with their homework, in that me and my wife had some sort of experience, in her case, quite considerable experience. It's something we just ace. This isn't always the case. Your children, because they're a lot like you and they know how to push your buttons. When it comes to trying to educate your children, it's a completely different kettle of fish. I coach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu to children. The one thing I've learned from experience is that if I'm ever asking two children to demonstrate something, I don't ask one of my children. Because quite often that's just their cue to mess around, roll around on the floor, or do probably what I would have done when I was four or eight, take center stage and be a clown. So tip number one when it comes to helping your children with their homework, it's all about timing. In that homework is not really something that's that fun and something that could potentially be quite hard work, potentially could be quite stressful, make sure you do some homework at a time that suits both you and them. For example, if either of you are tired or hungry or have just had an argument, that's probably not a time that's going to be conducive with sitting down and successfully helping them with their homework. I think certainly when it comes to our children, as the day goes on and they feel more tired, it reduces the chance they're going to be able to concentrate and do something like homework. In the same way that we as adults get tired through the day, children get tired through the day. And quite often with all the things that are going on at school, all the stresses and all the challenges, quite often our kids' behaviour in the evening is horrendous, quite possibly because they've been keeping it together, keeping their emotions and behaviour together in what can probably be a quite challenging environment of school. It might sound like a pipe dream, but a really good time to do homework, if possible, is before they go to school. If you can get up a little bit earlier and carve out 20 minutes when you can sit down at the kitchen table and help them do their reading or help them do what they've done, you've probably got a much better chance. If both of you have had a good night's sleep and are feeling rested and you've had some breakfast so no one's hungry and there are no other massive distractions, that might be a good time to try and do some homework. If it's at the end of the day and they're tired and they're hungry and they're arguing with their brothers or sisters or they're arguing with you, don't try and do some homework. It's almost certainly going to end in tears, quite possibly yours. And tip number two for successfully helping your kids with their homework 
Try and think about which adult is more likely to get on with which child. Now, this is going to differ from family to family, but I found that I can get on quite well with my daughter, and I find that helping her do her homework is not stressful. Whereas if I'm trying to help the boys do something, it can be a nightmare. Whereas the boys will happily sit down and have a cuddle and read a story with mum. Whereas for me, quite often they'll fidget or won't pay attention, and I get frustrated and they get cross. For example, when I was learning to drive, it was an obvious choice to learn to drive with my dad. My dad was the opposite of me. He was very calm, very methodical. I'm much more like my mum. I'm a bit of a worrier, a bit of an overthinker, and I know full well trying to learn to drive with my mum would not have worked. There were several times when I was learning to drive with my dad where I did things like pull out right in front of a tractor or clipped a curb or stalled while exiting a junction that would have absolutely spun both me and my mum out to the extent where she probably would refuse to get in a car with me ever again. There are times when you can play to your strengths. For example, I've got a background of coaching football and rugby and sometimes the boys want me to kick a ball around or sometimes they want to practice some of the things they've learned at jiu-jitsu. Well, in that case, it's obvious that it's me that should be helping them, not my wife. And in that my wife is a very experienced primary school teacher there are lots of academic things where it's obvious that she's the person who should be helping. And tip number three of successfully helping your children with their homework, take lots of breaks. Try and pick up on any emotional cues. If your child's looking like they're getting frustrated or looking a bit demoralized or looking tired or getting a bit distracted, take a break. Get up, go outside, kick a ball around, go and ask them to do something like brush their teeth or go and make sure their book bag's all ready and then come back to it or don't return to it. If you feel like you're getting to a point where your child's really demoralized or frustrated, maybe just put a pin in it and come back to it at a later date. As a parent, we have a massive opportunity to inspire and support and motivate our children. And on the flip side, because we have such a massive influence of our children, it's really important they're aware of our barriers to learning. I really struggled at school. I got bored very easily, had a limited attention span. My wife would say that is still the case. And because I really struggled to engage with the subject matter, I ended up just being the class clown. I've always been more of a doer. I didn't like sitting still. I didn't like sitting down just listening listening to someone talk to me for an hour and I found that I tended to gravitate to the subjects where I got to get up and get involved. With that in mind, I always loved sport. I loved doing creative things. I did a lot of drama. I did a lot of music and there are ways you can learn through that. If you have a child who really struggles to sit still and read a book, we don't have to do it sitting down. You can do it in the garden. You can act it out. You could turn it into a play, make it interesting for them. When a child's failing to engage with something, there's a danger just to say, oh, well, they're naughty or they, they're not very good at concentrating well actually it's really the fault of the teacher the teacher hasn't found the way they learn they haven't done enough research what does this child respond to do they like sitting down quietly and reading do they learn by asking lots of questions do they learn by observing others do things or are they kinesthetic learners do they get up and get involved and do things instead of saying it's bad that you're fidgeting and you can't sit still think well actually no it's just how you learn some children don't learn like that some children need to move around need to work things out and this leads me on to tip number four, how to successfully support your kids with their homework. Be versatile. You may have an idea of what works for you, but that might not work for them. You also may have a major barrier to helping them with their homework because your memories of your parents helping you with your homework were pretty dire. Memories of you being sat down at the kitchen table with them getting cross with you because you couldn't grasp some subject or some topic or some point and you getting upset 
and feeling pretty let down and upset and pretty adverse to the idea of ever doing this again. They felt frustrated because they probably thought, well, you're my son, you're my daughter, I should totally know how to do this. And then maybe feel guilty or slightly angry that they can't do it. And instead of looking inward and thinking, well, what can I do to learn how to do this? How can I learn how to teach my child in a way that works for them? You just get cross or don't do it again. You need to be as inquisitive and interested in how to be a good teacher to lots of different types of learners. That's as an important part of the process. That's why I find training and coaching Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so interesting. Firstly, it's a really positive thing in your 40s, 50s and 60s to learn new things. It's really good for your mind and it just shows you that you're not a finished article. And something like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is a hybrid of learning how to use your body effectively and your mind effectively and your emotions effectively, is a really effective way of showing you that actually education isn't just for the young. And in the classes of 20 children that I coach in jiu-jitsu, there are a whole range of different learning styles and skills. Some kids just cannot sit still. Some kids can. Some kids ask questions, some don't. Some want to be your helper, some want to be the demonstrator, some don't. If you have 20 children in a class, you've got 20 different learning styles. And as the teacher and the parent, you have to learn what is gonna work and what isn't. That's gonna take some time. That's gonna take some trial and error. But if you can do your best to not make too many of the same mistakes again, and be positive and kind to yourself when you make mistakes, and kind to them when they make mistakes, then you'll get there in the end. And maybe just be completely honest with your kids. If you explain to them that you're doing this because you want to support them, that you love them, and you wanna help them with school, and just be honest and human about it, that might really resonate. I often explain to my children, I really struggled at school. I didn't enjoy school at all. I didn't find the subjects very interesting. I often got told off by the teacher, bullied by my classmates. And because of that, I found school a fairly depressing environment. And because of that, and because I really love them, I want to do everything I can to give them the best experience of school. I don't want them to get bullied. I don't want them to struggle. I don't want them to feel stressed at school. I want to do everything I can to help them. If you tell them that and you remind them of that, that might really help. They might start to see you as a human being with vulnerabilities and frailties who's doing their best, maybe like they are, as opposed to grumpy dad who's trying to get me to read this book I don't want to read. And my fifth and final tip to helping your kids with their homework is find a quiet space. This may be the breakfast table before everyone else is up. It may not. All I would say is if there are distractions of televisions or mobile phones or other children or their brothers and sisters making silly comments or remarks or trying to wind them up, that's not going to work. In the same way that for you, I would also make sure that there's not another adult in the room. Maybe try not to help your child with their homework when your wife who's an experienced primary school teacher of 20 years, is also in the room. You may feel very self-conscious and aware that she's listening and can hear it all, and she might be fighting every urge not to critique and correct your parenting and teaching style. Find a quiet part of the room or the garden, or even go for a walk somewhere where it's just you and your child doing some homework. In that they're the children and you're the adults, you kind of need to take your cue from them. When my son comes down and says, Dad, can we kick a ball around? And I'm halfway through something I want to do. That's an opportunity. He's telling me, I'm ready to learn now, I'm ready to engage. And while you're kicking a ball around, you can ask him about school. At the moment, he's doing his timetables. We've incorporated a timetables penalty shootout in the garden. He thinks that's hysterical. Every goal I save or every shot he misses, I have to ask him a math question. You need to be creative. You need to make it fun for both of you. 
I really hope you got some of this podcast. And if you've got a tip about helping your kids with their homework, please put it in the comments. I've just written a book called First Time Dad that's available on Amazon. It's a 42-week guide to pregnancy to hopefully support dads with their mental health and help them support their partner to the best of their ability. If you'd like a completely free digital copy of this book and you have a Gmail account, just put your Gmail account details in the comments below. All I would hope for is that you'd leave me a review on Amazon once you've had a chance to take a look at it. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. And good luck with the homework. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.